Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Jamie, and this is our From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast. As the owners of Hired Hand website software, we've been developing websites and creating internet marketing strategies for livestock breeders for the past 10 years. The majority of our customers are involved in the breeding of registered animals, such as Texas Longhorns, Highland cattle, horses, and white-tailed deer, where the pedigrees are very important. The From the Pasture with Hired Ham podcast examines many of the differences in raising pedigreed livestock for maximum profit. Join us and learn what we're covering today. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking with Melissa Bierst of Silver Summit Ranch and Carly Ingram, um, and they're putting on the biggest little longhorn sale in Reno, Nevada, uh, in a couple of weeks. So welcome guys. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about um, each of yourselves. Uh, Melissa, why don't you go first? Um, so my name is Melissa Burst and um, lived in Reno for eight years now. I'm from Wisconsin over by Dan Huntington, but we just ignore that part. So um, I'm actually a geologist. I've been working in the mining industry for eight years out here, but um, just got sucked into Longhorns and we have um, about 40 head right now that we're running, and we're really excited to do this show, and this will be our first show and sale out in Reno. Nobody's ever done a Longhorn sale out here, so it should be fun. How about you, Carly? Um, my name's Carly Ingram. I grew up in Reno, and I just recently graduated the University of Nevada, Reno. Um, I graduated with two degrees in agriculture business and agriculture science, and Melissa got hooked on longhorns. My world's usually revolving around performance horses, but uh, until recently, I've definitely fallen in love with the longhorn breed, so we're excited to have our very ever first show and hope it continues and becomes an annual thing. Awesome. Perfect. And the, um, your sale and futurity are coming up here in a couple of weeks on July 16th and 17th. Is that correct? 17th no, and sorry, 18th. 17th and 18th. Yep, next week. So then the two of you are the sale host. Um, can you tell us the location of the sale? So we are going to be at the Reno Livestock Event Center. It's a large complex that takes up a whole city block. Um, and we're going to be in the livestock pavilion building. We have the whole building to ourselves and we're going to have all the cattle set up in the cutting uh, pavilion outside, which is an open air pavilion, but it has shade. So it can get a little hot in Reno, but um, so we're, we're excited to have such a really good facility available to us with all the amenities and to be right in town. We're a block off the interstate, so very easy access to get to and been very grateful that through the whole ordeal with the COVID that the livestock director has been very supportive of us being able to change our date, keep our show, and work with us to make sure that we can still keep the event going. Tell us a little bit about why you wanted to have a sale in Reno. We started thinking about this idea of having a sale last year because there weren't going to be any sales out west and um, it just wasn't the Oregon sale and the Rocky Mountain sale just the phase weren't going to do it and the Rocky Mountain sale was there last year supposedly <laughs> and um, so we were talking like well I don't want to drive all the way to Texas for every single sale or Oklahoma or 
you know, have to figure out a way to when I bid online to get my animals all the way out to the West Coast. So um, I talked to the Utah breeders and to Clay Guides out in Elko and thought, okay, well, we have this available facility available and I work with Reno Rodeo and Carly has been part of Reno Rodeo that they always host events there. So we got thinking about asking, okay, how hard would it be to get this facility available, look at the cost, the time to put in, and then try to look at who would actually show up. And we kind of got our plan together and it just kind of rolled from there. And I think that Mike Lucas and Warren Kathy Dorothy have been really great supports on my end of saying, hey, this is a good idea. You know, Warren used to come here back in the day for the Western Cattlemen's Association meetings, he said. So we had people who knew the area and said, well, we'll send cows if you can get, you know, the show organized. So it just kind of evolved from there. And I pulled Carly in because I can't do it by myself <laughs> or I would go insane. And um, you know, it's, it's been evolving through that. And I think the support from the breeders during the COVID uncertainties has been really good, especially for a new sale in a new state. And to have that kind of support, I think uh, kind of shows what the Longhorn industry is all about is supporting each other and uh, trying to get something new and get new breeders involved and, you know, get people to go buy more longhorns in states that don't have really that many breeders. Along with the sale, you're also having a maturity on Friday, correct? Mm -hmm. Do you want to tell us uh, about the judges and the entries and fill us in on the maturity a little bit more? We have two confirmed judges. Um, the other three are hoping to be a little bit of a surprise. We, uh, we had a few that decided to leave at the very last minute and um, that was just due to COVID and we couldn't really control that. So I think we have three in line to be really great judges that we'd be really lucky to have, but we're gonna leave those guys to a surprise. Um, we have 37 animals consigned, one mature cow and um, six bulls. We're, uh, looking at seven different heifer classes, which are all full classes um, along with those. And it'll actually be a really awesome event. We're pretty excited that we could pull off both the show and the sale and not just have a sale this year. So we're hoping to make that a, a continuation. Perfect. And the maturity starts at 3 p.m. on Friday. Is that right? Yep. 3 p.m. on Friday. Nice. Um, and then do you plan on having a social at the sale as well for everyone who can attend? We wish we could, but yeah. legally in Nevada, we cannot. <laughs> so, um, you know, unfortunately, Nevada is a face mask mandate state, so we cannot have a gathering, but we can't stop people from gathering behind the bars. <laughs> so um, we, we have been able to work with the, um, Livestock Event Center that will have concessions available. So at least we can have some sort of food drink option. Um, we can't, you know, set up tables in a tent like we wanted to, but um, at least people aren't going to starve and be dehydrated. So kind of working with what we got and follow the rules because, you know, also unfortunately the Livestock Event Center is right next to the health department. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> we, we don't need them coming over and shutting us down. <laughs> yeah. Will you be the first event there during the whole COVID thing or have there been some other livestock events there since? Co-sanctioned with one. Uh, what did you say? Sorry. I don't know if we've had others though, Melissa, have we? Just, I know that they, the last weekend before we went down there, they had the swine show and they had 500 pigs. So um, they, they've had events and they've had groups of people. They, they're under the mandate to have a 50% capacity for each arena. The main arena sits 6,000 people and the pavilion that we're using sits 1,000 people. So I mean, we can spit 500 people and still be within the state mandate. So, you know, we are completely fine on our side. And we have the same weekend, next weekend in the main arena, the mini horse show is happening. So if people want to go watch mini horses pull carts before the sale or, you know, hang out all day, there'll be mini horses and longhorns to look at on the rodeo ground. <laughs> so should be fun. Plenty of entertainment. <laughs> And the auctioneer that you chose this year? Uh, Bruce McCarty is coming out to do the auction. So we're really happy that him and Lori can come out and help us out and sell some cows for us. And all of the animals are on Hired Hand Live. Um, so people can go out and look at the animals bid. And, and if they can't make it to the sale, they can um, you know, start bidding now or it'll be online and, and live next weekend because the sale starts yep. Saturday at 2 Pacific, Yep. which is noon central. Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. My time conversion isn't always the greatest sometimes. <laughs> it doesn't make it easy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Love what you're hearing? Be sure to check out our pickup truck confessions. It's a video series where we hop in the truck or rental car and interview a variety of breeders about what drives their passion for their livestock, how they got started in the breed of their choice, marketing tips, and more. And now, back to the podcast. So let's talk a little bit about the consignments and the consigners. Uh, go ahead and start by telling us who some of your consigners are to this being your first sale. So I've got my list here. So we have... Um, Warren and Kathy Dorothy from Caballo Bravo Longhorns. We have Alex Dees from CR Longhorns. We've got, um, we're consigning from Silver Summit Ranch. We've got Mike and Kat Lucas from Lucas Ranch. We've got um, Judith Wilson and Ingrid um, Huang from Roughshod Ranch. Clay Gines from SC Longhorns. Jason Hardy from JH Cattle Company. Wes and Suzanne Skinner from Southern Longhorns, Mike and Linda Metcalf from Longhorn Ventures, Kim and Nick Nicodem from Commander Place Longhorns, um, Josh and Kit and Wendy from Plain Dirt Farms, Ron and Joanna White from White's Longhorns, Chris Heron from Bar H Ranch, and Jake and JC Gardner from the Gardner Cattle Company. So I think we uh, got a good geographical spread we've got people of consigning for the very first time to a sale so um you know i think uh i think that's a, a good start to get a good mix and get new people involved um we've also got new people coming in for the futurity who've never done a futurity before 
and we've got some people who have signed up to well asked me if they could sign up to pre-bid and so we've got people i've already went on hired hand and i saw some people have bid already so <laughs> so it's always good to, to see that people recognize we're here and we've got i think we've got really good animals for our first sale and during a crazy time where people can't always travel like they would like to <laughs> so how many consignments are there total we have 37 consignments okay and a few of those names you listed off, I recognized as not being from the West Coast or the that area. Um, do you have haulers uh, lined up? Or are you hoping some of the non-West Coast people will will haul for others that by where they're heading back to? Um, both. We have um, a local hauler that is working with us. Um, his name's Sterling Ward. Carly knows of him as well. Um, he's known around the area mostly for hauling bucking bulls, but um, he's, he's one of our um, guys out here who hauls to Texas, seems like now on a regular basis. Um, and then we've got, oh, always. <laughs> um, we've always, and then we've got, um, we've got people in trailers that are going back to um, the East Coast. And if nothing else, I've told people like, I'll be heading East, um, for a couple weeks to hit some futurities and sales in September. So I can always take some back with me as well. Great. Um, so tell us who some of the top consignments are. I think they're all top consignments. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that we've just got a really good spread of pedigrees. And I think that that's what makes it good is that it's not all, you know, JP Rio Grande or all Hunts Commander Spec. Like it's spread across the board and animals who are bred to different bulls to get different genetics. So I think somebody could come in and, you know, basically almost start a new herd <laughs> from the catalog because there's so many different pedigrees that aren't matching with, with each other. You know, you're getting a lot of stuff from like you know, Southern Longhorns are bringing up heifers that, you know, we don't have any of that genetics on the West Coast or, you know, and they're heading back. And there's not a lot of bull um, animals, you know, that are bred to some of these West Coast bulls like um, Del Charo that Warren and Kathy have. Or so we're, I think it's just a really good mix, you know, of the West Coast and the Midwest genetics. We've got Alex D's bringing down animals that are bred to, you know, some of Justin Rombeck's bulls that they have partnerships with, or um, one of her cows is bred to the partnership bull with Nancy Dunn. So we've got like this good mix of everything kind of going on. So there's something for everybody who like specific things and we've got every color of the rainbow from you know blonde to blue and everything in between so i think that's what i was happy and excited about that you know we've got just a really good mix of pedigrees colors horn length and you know bull genetics mixed into the group perfect so do you want to speculate who the top sellers will be I don't know. What do you think, Carly? <laughs> I hope they're all top. I hope they're all $20,000 animals. <laughs> I don't know. I think we have some good ones in there. Um, I know we hope to see Silver Summit, um, the bull that 
we put in the consignment. Not that he's gonna, he may not be a top consigner, but we hope to see him go and continue to produce progeny now that he's done his job for us. Um, gosh, as far as top goes, I don't know. We, the one that we have our hearts set on, we don't want to mention yet because we're going to be involved too. <laughs> but I think that she would, she would probably go to be at the top. Well, you'll have to let us know after if you were right. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about um, some of the people that are traveling to the sale. Is the, the host hotel, can you tell us who that is and if they still have rooms available, if people are still needing to get a room? So our host hotel is the Grand Sierra Resort. Um, we, they still have rooms available as of now. Uh, they're a five minute drive, if that, from the uh, rodeo grounds event center. They have tons of trailer parking. We have been watching the hotel capacity because hotels can only book at 50% capacity right now too. So luckily we live in Reno and we have tons of hotel casinos available to anybody. So it's not like we'll run out of rooms at all in Reno. Um, and we do have some really great options. Uh, for hotels. We've used the Grand Sierra because of the trailer parking capacity that they have. They've got a huge parking lot. Um, it's been kind of the rodeo stock show host for a lot of events. And but we have a couple other uh, hotels that are around that are really nice that aren't too far away either. The Nugget Resort and Casino is just down the road and they've got capacity and the Pepper Mill. Doesn't have trailer parking, but it's really nice and and fancy and fun to hang out in and um, looks like you're in Italy so it's always kind of fun <laughs> um, so lots of good restaurants and good food and good good places to stay within you know a five minute drive of the event center which makes it really nice so for those people that are using this as a chance to get away from Texas or Oklahoma or wherever they're coming from um, can you give them some of the area attractions or things to do around Reno? Um, sure, we could probably split this one up since Carly's lived here her whole yeah. life. But <laughs> um, I mean, Lake Tahoe is uh, is always a good one. Yeah, um, Virginia City. It's a little ways out, kind of like Lake Tahoe, but we totally recommend Virginia City. I'm actually shocked they've been open during most of this COVID ordeal. Um, but they, if you're a history buff or you're into the old mining, they have tons of attractions up there. It's pretty much like walking into the wild, wild west. So definitely one I would recommend. Um, Pyramid Lake isn't too far away. It's about maybe 45 minute drive. There's, it's usually, I think it's still closed now to the public, but, um, it maybe it might open. I'm not sure. Um, but Tahoe's open. Lots of um, gastropub type small eats restaurants have become really popular in Reno. So if you're a foodie, that's always fun. Shopping, um, fishing in the Truckee River, kayaking. Um, I mean, we have a really good river that runs right through the middle of Reno. Um, we're right by the Sierras. You could go up and all the ski resorts are open for hiking and biking. If you're a mountain biker, you can rent mountain bikes. Um, 
I jump on with Carly. I recommend Virginia City because that's where I'm working right now, up at the old mine. I'm trying to rehab it. So I'm all for supporting Virginia City, um, which is kind of cool if you're into, like what um, Carly said, history. It's, you know, the show Bonanza, kind of all centered around Virginia City. So it's always fun. You know, just lots of hiking and mountains and um, I think yeah, we have a lot of gorgeous views around here for sure. Lake Tahoe is one of my favorite places I've ever been so I would ditto that and highly recommend it. I've been to Virginia City too but my memory doesn't serve me right to remember what all I saw there. <laughs> Tahoe's beautiful and there's you know many places to go up there and it's it's kind of breathtaking. Mm -hmm. And if you're a foodie, definitely there's some really good places to eat up in Tahoe. We go up probably once every couple weeks just to get a bite up there. Anything else you'd like to share about the sale? Carly, anything? I can think of. We're just really excited and grateful for all of our supporters and our sponsors and we're really looking forward to seeing everybody really excited to have the support and um, for something new and um, you know we we our fingers crossed we have everything go smooth and we will be able to do this again next year and um, you know I really thank everybody for being patient with us because this is a new show during a time where we couldn't always get in to talk to the people at the event center and get things organized so we really appreciate the patience and support of um, everybody involved, consigners, fraternity, um, you know, people just, we have to, you know, have people be like, okay, we'll, we'll find out. And some of the answers we couldn't find out till you know, the last minute, but um, I think it'll be a fun time. And I hope people enjoy Reno and the facilities and realize that, you know, too, once we're not in a global pandemic, that it'll be even more fun to come to Reno. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you taking some time to sit down and talk about the sale a little bit. Yep. Thank you guys. Mm -hmm.